Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan Hausler from Evoke Bikes. So this is a special podcast for people that are very new to racing. We've all started there, so don't feel badly if you feel like a fish out of water. I've spoken about it many times on the podcast here before. You know, I I try to always think back to what it was like when I first raced. I hated racing. I almost stopped racing from training races. I remember the first training race that I went to, I just was so overwhelmed by the group. I hadn't clearly ridden enough times in groups of 20 plus. It was quite unnerving when we're going full gas up and down these rollers. Just It just seemed very fast. It seemed unsafe, mainly because I just wasn't used to it like everybody. But racing then... I had an athlete a few years ago who my response to so many questions, he was trying to plan everything about the first few races of the year. He wasn't even on a team yet. And I'm just like, man, you just got to go race. And he, he kept saying to me, you keep telling me that. And I'm, I want to know more. And I said, I, I, it's so hard to explain some of these dynamics until you're in the race. And then finally, after maybe the fourth race, he says, oh, I, I'm starting to see why you're telling me just go race because so much just changes when the gun goes off. And I have another guy now who's in an area of the country where there's a lot of racing every week. And yeah, every weekend you could race, you could do a group ride almost every single day. And, you know, we're talking about a mass start. And he said, you know, is there a strategy to this? We're all going to line up. You know, I'm thinking, will I be in the second row? Will I be in the third row? I know I want to get a draft. I'm kind of worried about how fast I can clip in and deliver power through the pedals. Should I practice this? And it's so, I'm not laughing at him. I'm, I'm chuckling because I think back to some of my first race reports where it was like, damn it, I need to work on clipping in. Like I didn't clip in fast enough. And then you're chasing people. And I think, 95% of the people listening to this podcast have forgotten about that, but I promise you 100% of us were in that same boat, you know? So here's the point of this podcast, because I want to help you understand why a lot of people are going to tell you, hey, Rebecca, hey, Johnny, hey, whoever you are listening, you need to just go race because there's all these things about racing that you might not even be considering. We've all gotten to a race too late. Sometimes you go to a big race or, and when I say a big race, just meaning there's a lot of people or the venue is very spread out. You might have to park in one spot and then it might take you 10 minutes to get to the reg tent for whatever reason. And then 10 minutes back. And then that was just 20 minutes. You might, if you're only there 30 minutes before, you're like, damn, I have 10 minutes to warm up, get my, my number pinned on. I didn't put my suntan lotion on yet. My bottles are in the back of the car. You know, we're all used to leaving from the house. You know where all your stuff is. Funny enough, when I started racing and then all my stuff is like scattered in the car, I'm like, damn, where's this? Where's that? I put, shoot, I put the shaving cream on. I was supposed to put the suntan lotion on first. (laughs) And like, where, okay, where do I go warm up? Now you're in a place where you have no idea where you are. If you haven't thought about even warming up, it's like, some people don't warm up because they're like, oh, there was no place to warm up. It's like, well, did you think about that before? Hey, you learned that. Great. So now you learn that maybe you need to get there beforehand. And then like this guy's saying, where do you line up? You might be at a crit and now you're realizing, crap, I'm in the back and 50 people showed up to this race. And now you realize 
you lost the race to the first race, which was to the start line. Because if it's a fast start, excuse me, if it's like a, uh, if it's a crit where there is not a ton of space and everyone's kind of jamming in at the start line, and if it's a tight course, being at the front to start is gold versus being 50 people back where people are coming out of a turn and you're going into the turn like beforehand if it's that tight of a course if you don't know what i'm talking about don't worry you'll you'll be there you'll figure that out at one point like oh that's what he means when i'm looking down the road and the front of the race is going around the next corner and i'm in the washing machine breaking through this first corner damn it there are so many little things um like that and you will learn them as you go race. So what I'm telling this athlete, as I drop my phone here, as I'm recording this, I had just said back to him, okay, so we need to chat through a lot of this on a call because you're trying to direct the race before it happens. He's talking about the 20-minute effort that he needs to put out during the race because he's looked up on Strava what people have done last year for 20 minutes and, of course, Many of you know there's undulations. So even if the average power is X watts, it could be X plus 50 and X minus 50. There's a X plus 400 and X minus 40. You know, there's, there's a huge range of watts that are having. Don't look at just average watts. This is also not a watts contest. If someone in one year did a 45-second effort for whatever, that's just because the race unfolded that way and a 45-second effort was needed. You might need a three-minute effort this year. You might need multiple five-minute efforts. Like It's just a whole different group of people. You can't necessarily study an old race to understand this race, but I'm not saying there's not value in looking at how races unfolded the year before. It just might be very different this year. You need to flow with the race and try to put out the watts that the race requires when the time comes. So there's really no blueprint, unfortunately. And then pre-planning can sometimes not be advantageous. When you are overthinking how things are going to unfold, I just, I know that planning and doing the work beforehand is something that is very valuable but I think every athlete that I've heard talk about it is usually a very high level athlete there you know I think Robin Carpenter even really who was on the podcast before was talking about pre-planning and looking at Google Street View and gaining information but if you ask him to talk more about that of course he's going to say but you race the race and use that information alongside with what is currently happening in the race. It is a very big cat four mistake that I've coached athletes and they'll say, well, this is my week to get in the break according to my team. I'm like, this is such faulty planning. Like you're going to get in the break. You breaks don't, you don't just pick everybody before and like, okay, We've got this guy, this guy, this guy. Hey, Joey, are you in the break for your team this week? Okay, great. We're going to be in the break together. The gun goes off and the race starts happening. You don't get to direct that. What a team should be saying is, hey, we're really trying. This person's riding really well. Hopefully we can get him in the break somehow. If not, you know, who do we not, who's not riding well? If someone's not riding well and they get in a break, then guess what? You don't want that break to get away. But you can't always just dictate what the break is going to be. So we've touched on a few things in this podcast. And really, there's a million more that we could talk about. And so 
go race, learn something. And I would really write down what are the top three things that went well? What are the three things that didn't go well? And if there's more learning points, write those down as well. Keep doing that. And in 10 races, you'll have a lot of notes. Think about what happens when you do 100 of those and you start looking back and you start applying them to other scenarios and you start breaking races down. That is going to help you. So it's not always the looking forward and pre-planning. It's looking backwards, dissecting the race, taking some pearls from that, and then trying to use those for future races. Um, We could talk about this for an hour and a half, you know? I think the biggest, the last thing I'll say in this podcast, because I want to keep these short and to a certain point, um, I just lost my train of thought. And oh, the thing is that I do have an athlete that I'm trying to talk to where he wants to do the same thing and expect something different to happen. That's not usually going to happen. When you keep doing the same thing and you keep trying the same thing and it's not working, maybe you should try something else. And I don't say that in a nasty way. I don't say that what you're doing is wrong. You tried something, that's great. Try something else. And to the same point, just because you tried something once and it didn't work doesn't mean it's never going to work. It's, it's the same thing with training, right? Hey, I'm doing this workout. I'm doing this workout again. I'm doing this workout again, and I'm doing it again, and I ha- I'm not getting any faster. I'm not seeing anything good happen from it. Maybe it's time to do a different workout. That's why variety is key. You're going to find a lot of things. Same thing with race strategy. Hey, it didn't work this time. Ah, I might try it again. Hey, it didn't work this time. Ah, I might try it again. Okay, it didn't work the third time. Try something different. And then just keep cycling through different ideas, different strategies. Every race is different. But um, you got to keep trying new things and something will stick. And then once one thing works, guess what? That might have been the only thing. I mean, this is, this is why racing is so hard, but why it's also so fun. There's a million different permutations. And when you try to make the blueprint and you don't just go race, that's when you just don't win can't plan all of this good luck i know this probably just created a ton more questions but that's part of training there's always questions you always need to be looking at so many different things it's a just yeah endurance sports really difficult embrace that or i don't know yeah endurance sports are really tough the end